Welcome to Multiclass Theater 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Multiclass Theater uses a D20 role-playing system to determine the outcomes of events, and you can't copyright dice rolling. All our decisions, narration, and dialogue are improvised on the spot, so you can expect adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, fantasy violence, and some drug references in this one. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. This one's gonna get weird. Last time, our heroes learned from the bounty hunter Augie Muldoon that Rotan has quite the price on his head. Although Augie promised to present no problems in the future, the same could not be said for his employer Buttercup. Thus, the party moved on. But it seems bounty hunters were not the only ones after Rotan, as his own sword vowed to feed off him if he refused to find other meals for it. Murder. The, the sword wants to murder people. And unfortunately, the best efforts of the party to destroy or discard the cursed blade only ended up harming Rotan further. In time, and without any further complications, our heroes finally arrived at the gates of the underground city of Sisha. But Sisha has its own troubles, as our party was greeted by a protest against the ruling priesthood and their leader, Masha Zarin. They decided to lay low for the moment and plan their next move after a much-needed meal at the local inn. And that's where we join them, on Multiclass Theater. The night passes. Morning comes. You all wake in your rooms to darkness, to, well, it looks very much like the night before. It's disorienting. You thought this you'd maybe got this out of your system in the Shrouded Isle, but once again you find yourselves away from sunlight and away from any concept of what time it may be. It felt good to sleep in a bed again, but as you wake and try to get your senses, something feels a little off. You're not sure quite what it is. But your stomachs are grumbling. Your heads feel a little bit woozy. And you wonder, maybe you shouldn't have eaten what you ate last night. Now, Buck, I, as I recall, you dined on some mushrooms. Yeah, Buck's a vegetarian. So it's up to you if you want him to have escaped this fate or not, or if we want to let the dice well, decide. Well, I will say this. Let's let the dice decide. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a cheeky natural one. <laughs> okay, so Buck may <laughs> be feeling rooms. worse than just about everybody else. That's so bad. I will say this, Cassie, if you want to take them, uh, take it as Buck has suffered some sort of hallucinogenic effect from the uh, from the mushrooms. Yes, please play a minotaur on mushrooms. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot see the smile on my face, but <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, so the group of you stumble out of bed and stumble down the stone steps into the common area of the Felsic table, and it's empty. There's no innkeeper to greet you, nor do you see Winley or Gruber. Uh, Rotan, you woke to found find that your bed was empty and Gruber was gone. Does Gruber usually sleep in the same bed with Rotan, or just the same room? <laughs> he usually sleeps on the floor in the same room, <laughs> I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
I think that's canon. All right, so your your floor was empty, less your bed. I, uh, Gruber, are you all right? Oh, um, no, sir. I think, I think I'm ill, sir. Oh, uh, well, uh, uh, re- re- rest up. Is there anything I can do? I think maybe I need to... Buy... <laughs> hmm. Um, no, sir, I don't think you should come in here, sir. Uh, well, uh, hang in there. I think I will... Uh, I am going to go check on the others. <clears throat> I'm very cold. <clears throat> We're going to need a content warning on this episode just to put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) So Rotan will go uh, down the stairs to see who's in the common room. Debbie's down there. She is looking uh, pretty good. She looks like she's healthy, but it only lasts for a few seconds until she starts looking green again. And then there's a little (laughs) hand gesture and then looks like the color returns to her cheeks. And she's like, oh... Oh, hey, hi, Rotan. Good morning. Oh, uh, hello, Devi. Ah, uh, how are you this morning? Uh, not great. Not great. Oh, what did we eat last night? Uh, I honestly, I, I do not remember. Oh, me either. I am uh, feeling rather uh, wibbly. Wibbly, that's not a word, Rotan. You just made up a word. It's a word. What, is, what, what does it mean? It means this, and he gestures at his stomach. If you're going to throw up, do it over there. I will have you know that as a paladin, I am immune to disease. Are you sure? Because you don't look like you're immune right now. Hold on. And she starts casting another spell. Ooh, okay, better, better. <sighs> oh, Mist, are you uh, are you doing all right? There's a lump of a blanket with a tail sticking out from underneath it, right by this, right in front of this fireplace. I feel like I ate sandpaper that was on fire. Uh, I got nothing else. <laughs> do you think we've been poisoned by some nefarious person? I feel poisoned. Perhaps. That innkeeper is up to no good. Don't attribute to malice what can be explained by just bad cooking. Yes, I'm having trouble. Th- um, and you look over and, and Desmond is, is like on the stairs and he like is wearing a bathrobe and he just looks like Merlin from the animated Sword in the Stone. <laughs> <laughs> just like, his like knees are shaking and he's like bracing himself on the handrail. I'm trying to decide whether it was the unidentified nugget of some kind, <laughs> of some kind of bird, or or the or the sewer fish, and I'm leaning heavily towards the sewer fish. <laughs> Clearly, we all need some kind of healing here. I can do that. I have a spell that will, you know, give you some extra. Let's call it invigoration. Uh, I. Th- I think we all need it right now. <laughs> Does anyone have a uh, cup of tea? Or uh, where, where, where's that, that innkeeper? The the barkeep? That's a good question. Where'd he go? Poisoning people, probably. Probably. <laughs> no, no pushback at all from this. <laughs> He's right there with you. <laughs> Hold on. I'll do it. I'll take care of this. 
and you can see Debbie doing another, the same ritual she did back at uh, Rusty's place. With it's, It takes about 10 minutes, and it's a very elaborate ritual with lots of black shadowy flames, and, and she just keeps going, doing this ritual, like, um, as you're all talking. Desmond hobbles over to the bar and kind of sits uh, sits on one of the stools and kind of looks around for the, the barkeep. I think at that point, you spot the tips <laughs> of Buck's horns. <laughs> on the other side of the bar, <laughs> just slightly downwards. And they're starting to rock back and forth a little bit. Just subtle, nothing huge. <laughs> ah, Buck, how, how are we feeling today? The rocking stops almost preternaturally still before the horns start slowly turning your direction. And then he starts peeking up off the side of the table at you. And his normally very soft mahogany eyes are 99% pupil at this point. <laughs> are you are you real? Um Did we change realities again? Um uh, ha, ha, uh, mm. your eyes buck they're a little um are they still in my head? Wait, we yes. Yeah. They feel <laughs> melty. Oh, that's Interesting. I, I wouldn't describe the way I feel as m- melty, but it, I, I wish that I could melt into nothingness. No, you don't. <laughs> Hold on, relief is coming. I'm working on it. Shh, shh, shh. Hand gestures, more flames. I think at that point, Buck notices the flames, and he <laughs> is equal parts transfixed and also abjectly horrified. It's for your own good. Just, just. Patience, it's coming together. It's, I know it looks evil. That's because it kind of is, but it's fine. It's for your own good. Although, if, if you want to be healed, you do have to kind of accept the the infusion. So, let me know when you're ready. Buck, how, how does your stomach feel? I'm not even sure I have a stomach anymore at this point. But also, I kind of have several. So, at least one of them is okay. But the other ones, you're not sure that they're there? I'm confused. I'm freaking the fuck out over here, man. What? Never fear, Roton is here. <laughs> Can't you heal this kind of stuff with your hands, little brother? I thought you said something about paladin heal magic sometime. I, I, uh, it does not seem to be, uh, working. <laughs> right, well, we'll try it my way then. Hold on one second. And then... Uh, some of the, the black magical energy like goes into Debbie and she visibly like brightens and, and looks healthier. And then she looks around the room like, who else? Anybody? Now's the time. I've got, I've, it's gathered. It's going to dissipate if you don't take it now. Um, yes, please. That there would you be go. lovely. Did, did you kill anybody? No. To do this, Debbie? No, I did not kill any people. Um, okay. Uh, fine. Fine okay. then. The, so, like, tendrils of black smoky magic, like, um, snake out towards uh, Desmond and Rotan. That is not a great color. Rotan, give me a intelligence check at disadvantage. Uh, wow. Shockingly good. But still a nine. As the tendrils of dark magic snake towards you, you feel compelled to pull Ebonheart from your back. And you hold it in front of the dark magic, and the sword 
absorbs the dark energy. Cool. Okay, what the heck, little brother? That was for you, not your sword. Oh, well... Oh, oh no. Give me more. Oh, I, I think the sword likes it, Devi. Well, everybody likes it, but that doesn't mean they get it. I don't know that we should give the sword any, any more. Well, then leave it in its sheath. I am immune to disease. Excuse me. <laughs> Roton rushes out. Demi looks around to see if anybody else wants more of this. It's just gonna go to waste. You're all clearly needing extra energy or whatever. By the way, Desmond and Ebonheart apparently uh, get 15 <laughs> temporary hit points. <laughs> the sword is happy. So Roton rushes out of the room. And suddenly, next to your head, mist, on the hearth of the fireplace, Tingles appears and seems to be holding a fat, bloated, slimy fish that's flopping around. And he drops it in front of your face. Hey, boss, I think maybe this is what you ate last night. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm... Trying to help, I mean, I, you were wondering, I mean, look at it, look at, look at how ugly no, it is. No, I, I, I'm, I think oh, I it got... it smells awful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. What if we throw it in the fire? Let's, oh god, then it could smell even worse, because then it's, it that smell of cooking. Uh, Roz turns visible and starts biting on the fish. Oh god, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, now it's... Try to kick it in the fire, boss. The fish are... Don't kick Roz in the fire. I'll bet, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, when it burns, it's like a rainbow. Oh, God. Let's not go through <laughs> this again. I have no energy to keep you from getting ballisted this time. <laughs> Tingles gets a vision in his head of uh, himself being uh, devoured by black flames. Oh, yeah. Don't mess with Roz. She will mess you up. She's cute, but she can she can defend herself. I'm calling it now. This podcast ends with the two of them getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping them. Roz just resumes like, chomping on the fish. R Rosals? Rosals? What? That's their ship name. That's the ship oh, name. Oh, the ship name. <laughs> Rongles? Better than... <laughs> this is getting worse the more we think about it. <laughs> De Debbie, Debbie. What? What? You want? You want? Do you want some of this energy before it dissipates? No. What is? Take that out of Roz's mouth. What? It's just—it's a fish, right? It's if it's the same thing we ate last night, it's going to end up on the rug. Roz, you know that's poison fish, right? Now eat more. She you're looking a little thin there. Roz pauses and looks contemplative, then shrugs in like the way an animal can shrug, and then resumes eating the fish. All right. Whatever happens to you is on you. Here, have some extra energy just in case. Oh, and God, as long as it's not on me. Devi sends one of the black tendrils into Roz. So is it is it just temp HP or is there any kind it's of like... It's 15 temp HP. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Oh, all right. Um, well, that definitely certainly helps. Uh, thank you. God, you're welcome. Yeah, it's really helpful. I do it every morning. There's a small poof of sort of this almost purple looking smoke as tingles polymorphs into a raven and he flaps his wings 
and flies around the room a couple times and then lands on the bar in front of Buck. Buck is absolutely not okay with this and he charging rushes out the door just barrels through it and into the streets of the city the way that like if you have ever babysat somebody who's on shrooms and they decide to take off there's literally nothing you can do to stop them they're just gonna go does does buck notice roton in the way (laughs) uh notice or care that's a better question I didn't get a chance to fuck with them. Is someone going to stop that giant minotaur from charging into the streets? Uh, I don't think I can. Definitely not. Is he too far away for Vine Whip? Oh, yeah, he's like a mile away. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's, don't even worry about him. You'll never see him again. All right, somebody, I'm, I'm going after him. Come on, hold on. And Debbie <laughs> kind of starts to run out of the room and then pauses like, oh, oh. <laughs> And then resumes kind of half-heartedly jogging towards Buck. Oh, God. All, all right. I guess we're doing this. And Desmond stands and hobbles out the door. So what do you think, boss? I mean, I could use a nap. Uh, the, the lump of blanket rises. Time to find out exactly how loud you have to be able to speak to cast a spell. And he'll shuffle towards the door. <laughs> if you can, like, keep eye, keep it an eye on him, like fly over him like Navi or something like that, that would be, that would be helpful. Um, alright. And he shoots out the door. Roz cannot decide whether to go chase after everybody or continue eating the disgusting fish. <laughs> I, I think she continues eating the, eating the disgusting fish. So, Buck, you come raging out of the Felsic table into a courtyard that is just beginning to wake for the day. Vendors are starting to set up their wares on carts. There are people passing through the square on their way to whatever work they have or do. And they are all very startled to see a very large, very out-of-control minotaur charge into their midst. Staring at you, pointing. They look very afraid. I don't think he realizes that they're actually like there in the same sort of plane of existence that he is. So he might see them and there's some part of his brain that registers like they're afraid. But that just translates more into him being even more afraid than he was. And like his vision is basically a J.J. Abrams movie where it's nothing but fucking lens flares off of every light (laughs) that's lining the walls. And he just takes off towards the main path. You charge down the main path. Behind you, Tingles is following at a casual pace. How fast are you? Are you in full like run mode? Like, essentially kind of dashing, doubling your movement every round? I think for the beginning of this, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Vaguely aware if there are, like, carts and stuff getting in his way as he's either knocking into them or trying to jump over them and, like, apologizing more to the cart than the people, but not stopping. A lot of what you're running into is stairs as you kind of descended into this uh, courtyard inside the front gate where all the... um, sort of the foreigners in the trade district. Um, So you're navigating um, stairs, and there are quite a few people moving up and down stairs. So why don't you give me a dexterity check? (laughs) Yeah, that's a dirty 20. Okay. So they're getting out of the way, and you're in your sort of 
terrified scramble, kind of lurching your way through them, kind of vaguely aware of their presence. Following casually behind, as I said, is Tingles. And then behind Tingles, I think, is Devi. Uh, yeah, Devi's, Devi's trying to follow. Uh, how fast is Tingles? How fast is his, his fly speed? I, I, wait, I'm, I might need to uh, yell at Roz and get her to get over here with her 60-foot fly speed to catch up to Spinatar. He, he can fly 60 feet, so he can keep up with Buck. If if he wants, he's no. As you as you see, he's kind of more gliding than he is flapping hard to keep up. Tinkles, get him! We, we're losing track of him. Go. What about uh, what about the rest of you? Uh, Desmond hobbles out the front door, shields his eye. Or no, there's no sun. <laughs> we're underground. <laughs> no, you're underground. There's like the yeah, street lights. <laughs> yeah, I mean there are yeah. there are green uh, there are kind of green fire gas lamps everywhere. He, sh- he shields his eyes against the gas lamps. Ah, ah, God. Uh, all, all right. Um, uh, okay. Wait, hold on. I'll right behind you. We'll take off after. Rotan is being sick in the gutter, like, right there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm guessing the trail of destruction is easy to follow behind Buck. Yeah, you can see people kind of knocked to the side <clears throat> and... And like on the side of the steps and talking to one another and pointing up the steps and it's not a difficult trail to follow. Well, the Debbie will follow it as best she can. Same. Mist is hobbling after because if he breathes too hard it hurts. Still got the blankie snug over him. This poor party, we're so pathetic. <laughs> Bathrobes and blankets and vomit. Mist, you hear coming from above you. Hey! Hey! Over here! Hey! I follow that annoying as fuck voice. (laughs) (laughs) And you follow the trail of... It's not even... I would say destruction. It's more the trail of confusion up the steps. Meanwhile, Buck, you've reached the top of the steps. And ahead of you is a long bridge which crosses the river running through the center of Sisha. On either side of the bridge, you see two guards who are standing there with pole arms and ornate shields. They see you coming, and they step forward, set their shields in the ground, their pole arms out towards you. It's not me, fellers. There's a demon bird yelling at me. Stop. Don't come any closer. Where would you like me to go? Just stop. <laughs> nope. And they're, they're standing there like they're... You almost see that the, the pole arm is shaking a little bit. And clattering slightly against the shield. Don't, don't make us stick you. Did you say that softer? Don't make us stick you. Thank you. That's mighty kind. And uh, he's gonna keep charging. <laughs> uh, I guess get a, give me a, uh, a charge attack. <laughs> Just to blow by them. Well, they're kind of blocking your path. They've, yeah. they've come out and have like set their shields down to form like a barrier for to prevent you from crossing the bridge. So. You can go through them. They're definitely not as large as I am, correct? Oh, definitely not. Okay, uh, I'm going to need them to do a strength saving throw, DC 16. Not going to lie, didn't expect to roll dice this session, (laughs) but here we are. Ooh, natural 20 for the first one. Wow. And an 18 for the second one. Ooh, okay. They hold fast. Uh, I just don't push them 10 feet away from me. But you still crash into them? Yeah. And I'm not trying to do damage, but if it happens, whoops, uh, is that a 19 on that? Is that a 19 to hit? 
So you slam into their shields, and the shields splinter. They may have looked like gold metal, but you could tell that they were just gilded wood as they shatter when you collide with them. You don't gore them, but your strength is enough to knock them both prone. And they are bruised, and they are battered, and they are on their ground, sort of writhing in pain. Hey boss, you better hurry. I think you just killed two guys. Has this slowed Buck down enough for the rest of us to catch up? It slowed him down. I don't know if you can catch up, but you're you're close. Do we see it happen at least? Oh yeah, you see it happen. Debbie does at least. Desmond is still struggling up the stairs. I'm right behind you. I, I'm. Oh God, I'm right behind you. Be right there. What's is Rotan pulled himself out of the gutter yet, or is he still? No, I think he's still there. So Rotan's still there. The way I see it is Mist is just kind of casually walking up the stairs, but he's still moving faster than Desmond. <laughs> well, once Mist hears the whole Buck might have killed someone, he's gonna suck it up and switch on the old feline agility to try and catch up. So that's uh, 120 feet per round that uh, we can surge here. So I would say you could climb, like, instead of going all the way around, you could climb up one level and then just sprint. Yeah. And you hit the ground and find find yourself right behind Debbie as the two of you come upon Buck still charging across the bridge. You see two guards writhing in pain on either side of the entrance to the bridge. The river's wide. It's a hundred feet or more wide, so the bridge is long and fairly narrow, and Buck is tearing across it. Hey, boss, there's guards on the other side. Oh, great. <laughs> ow, 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 uh. And Buck, you see this as well. To you, because of the way they're sort of moving and setting their shields and inching their way forward in this very precise military movement, it almost looks like some sort of spiny porcupine creature slowly crawling across the bridge at you. <laughs> Where, like, how far away are they? Uh, they're on the other side of the bridge, so probably maybe 100 feet away. So you're, you're kind of exactly in the middle. Of the bridge at the moment. Yeah, those giant lumbery spiny blobs are not sitting well with Buck's mushrooms. So he's going to skid to a halt as he sees these things and he's panting. You can see his shoulders like rising, falling, almost hyperventilating as he sees these things. And he turns around and starts running back towards the group. Hey boss, he stopped. It's coming your way. Uh- is that good or bad? Um, well, I mean, we could easily push him off. No. I don't know what your end goal is here. But, uh, you know. the end goal is to not get anyone arrested. Well, I think we may be a bit late for that. Yeah. Oh, boss, I got an idea. What if I, I land on his head and I turn into a rat and then I grab his hair and I start trying to steer him and maybe try to make him do what I wanted him to do? I think I saw that in a play once. Uh... Yeah, I don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really have a plan for this. So, just to orient myself, where the the guards that Buck first knocked over were at the foot of the bridge? Uh, they're at, like, yeah, they're at the, the sort of foot of the bridge. Okay, and then he got and, to the... And the, you're kind of almost right at them. And then Buck got, got to the top of the bridge. Buck ran out across the bridge, and then, got about halfway, 
and then you see on the other side a picket has formed. Okay. And so Buck has turned around and is now coming back towards you. So we we can see Buck. He's right near right nearby. Oh yeah, he's coming right at you. And there's nobody else on the bridge. It is just Buck over this in this bridge. Buck, Buck, Buck. Hey, hey, hey. It's us. It's okay. What's going on, Davy? We gotta go. There's a demon bird. He's been yelling at me. There's these weird porcupine things. They're coming. We got. We got. I don't know what's going on. We gotta go. I agree. We should totally go. Hold on one second. And then Debbie leans over the side of the bridge and throws up into the river. <laughs> Buck is just going to pick Debbie up while you're doing that. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That was... I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, Let's go back to the, the, the tavern quickly. Come on. So at this point, Desmond, you've made it to the top of the stairs. And you see these two injured guards on the ground. And you see... Now, Buck, did you ever stop or no? Nope. Okay, so Debbie, you ran out to him and then had to turn around and run alongside him as you're trying to tell him. But then you stopped to throw up and Buck kept going. Okay. So, Desmond, you see Debbie throwing up over the side of the bridge. You see Mist standing at the sort of foot of the bridge by these two guards, kind of scratching his head, trying to figure out what to do now. And you see Buck charging right at you. Oh, God. Um, Desmond holds a shaky hand up. <laughs> Just says, now, 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 Buck, I would prefer that you stop. But if you don't, other things might happen. I would prefer that you stop. Buck, you hear a little voice near your ear say, Don't stop. He's with them. Uh, I think Buck is going to throw his hand back as fast as he can to swat at the boys. All right, roll to see if you hit. Uh, how's a 19 work? Oh, that'll hit. Now you stay out of my ears, you little devil. He does Ow. seem to slow down a little bit in order to hit this thing. Ow, damn it, that hurt. Got me in my nose. Ow, I just had that elongated. God damn it. <laughs> he definitely registers that Desmond is in front of him. He slows a little bit, but not too much. Okay. All right. Uh, um, then uh, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a four. Ooh, you are held as a old person. Glad somebody has that spell. (laughs) And you see, as Buck is held there, in mid-charge, just frozen in space, this raven flies and lands on his head. Interesting. What's your armor class, Buck? Uh, 16. And you feel a sharp peck in the top of your skull, and you take four points of damage. And you are unfrozen. Desmond looks down at his hand and it's just like, huh, that's that's where usually that works. That's very strange. Teach you to smack me. How high can Buck jump? He wants to smack him again. He's on your head. Oh, okay. He's literally on your head. We're going to bring both hands down real hard on top of this bird. All of his charge energy is now focused on attacking this demon bird. Am I going to have to resurrect Tingles? I mean... Maybe. 16? 16 will hit. And then that's just like five straight damage. Ow, that was my weak, bastard. Peckin' asshole, get off my head. Drown you like a sack of cats. Yeah, you'd have to catch me first. No offense, missed. So were you trying to grass, grapple him or were you just trying to smack him? I did just smack him the once. Okay. It was a downward smack though. So yeah, now we're going to try and grab him. He vanishes. You can still try to grab him, but it's going to be at disadvantage. I, th- I think he's just still so high out of his mind that he's just going to be grasping at anything. 
above his head, real or imagined. So now he's just jumping on the bridge, grabbing at the air. Okay, roll when, whenever you're ready. You can. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a four. Wow, what are these dice doing tonight? Okay, so you're jumping up and down, like waving at the air, trying to grab at something that nobody else can see. And then, Mist, you hear a voice right next to you in your ear. <sighs> that could have gone better. Yeah, a whole lot of this could have gone better. St- stay out of sight for a bit. Yeah, until we get uh, until we get him sobered up. Yeah. Okay. So I think Debbie is still puking as the uh, the porcupine phalanx approaches the bridge. Yeah, I was gonna say the porcupine phalanx has reached you, Debbie. <laughs> she is looking rather green. Mist, Mist, are you okay? Oh, I'm I'm okay. Oh. You are not looking okay. I know, it'll be fine. I just need a little more magic. Is there something I can get you? I have this handkerchief that I soaked in water. Maybe that would help. I I, I don't know what I would... Huh? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you would like hot, it could cool you down. Or maybe that, um... Maybe that wasn't a very good idea. I'm... I'm a soldier. I'm not really a healer. Oh, trust me. I, I'm a healer. I can. I can. Whew, I just. I, I, we had some so bad. Why don't you heal yourself? We had some bad sewer fish or something last night. Oh, oh if you don't prepare it oh. right, it is not good. Oh well, I have a I report to make to your health inspector. Oh, oh. we don't have one of those. Well, there's your problem. You need to <laughs> establish. <laughs> you, you need a health inspector. Why don't you? Oh, yeah, hold on. My friend is high on mushrooms. One second. And then she starts running towards Oh, Puck. I the mushrooms too. Oh, no, that's not good. This, we have this problem all the time with foreigners who come to Sisha. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. They just eat whatever they see, and most of it is poison. I mean, we're underground. Why do you live in a poisonous city? <laughs> well, no, it's got its hype. I mean, look at the look at the view. And he <laughs> literally puts his arm around your shoulder and turns you around to look at the magnificent obsidian temple. Oh. And the city below you. It is really a spectacular view. Yeah, you know what this is? This is quite... You, you you see this every day living here, don't you? Yes, it is. It's beautiful. You're right. Yeah, this is fascinating. Uh, so now, um... Oh, he's on mushrooms, huh? Well, I guess then we don't need to stick him. I mean, I tell you the truth, I wasn't looking forward to that. It's... No, yeah, definitely... I recommend not initiating combat with this party. We would, uh, you'd, whew, you'd have some problems. But well, see, these are more for show. And he kind of holds the spear out and he shakes it up and down, and you can see the wood wobble. <laughs> you don't have much conflict out here, do you? Kind of ceremonial guard. Dude, are, are there real guards we should avoid? Oh yes, but um, they're mostly they were dealing with the riots, and many of them were injured, so. They had to call us out. I mean, we're sort of the veterans of foreign uh, wars. And, you know, we come along from time to time to do sort of, well, parade work, mostly. Oh, awesome. What's your name, by the way? I feel like we're becoming friends here. Oh, I'm Jamar. I'm very happy to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jamar. I'm Devias von Bastan. Well, that's a very interesting name. It's Neverwinter name. Nobility, don't oh, you know? Oh, Neverwinter. Never heard about that. Is that near, um... Uh... The corridor? Uh, no, it's actually on another world, I think. Wow, that's crazy. It is, right? The whole <laughs> sky shifted or something. Um, I might never see home again. What, there's no sun anymore? <laughs> well, you know who profits there? Sisha. We don't need the sun. That's a good point. Did you even notice that the stars changed and the sun changed? No, I didn't notice at all. Wow. 
Oh, you all need to get up more. So should we help your friend, or... I mean, he's just jumping up and down trying to get air. I mean, he seems to have settled, more or less. I mean, your, 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 your guard friends, though, might have gotten trampled. Um, I could heal them. Do they need healing? I don't know. I haven't seen them yet. Let's, let, let's go talk. Let's go see them. Okay. Uh, hey, guys, <laughs> you just take five. I'll take care of this. <laughs> Can we have this guy join our party? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Debbie to get arrested and launch a rescue mission, but no, now they're best friends. <laughs> so Jamar walks down with you to the other side of the bridge. So, all right. Um, Desmond, do you, do you have things under control over there? Um... Uh, this, I'm just very confused by this whole uh, day. What, what is happening? I, it does not appear that, that uh, Bach has eaten the same thing that we have. It seems to be afflicted well, with well, some... Jamar here says that the mushrooms are... Ah, yes. Oh, no, the mushrooms are wild, man. They're... they're... <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't have them if I were you. Um, well, listen, uh, if I might, uh, Jamar, was it? Oh, yeah, Jamar, I'm Jamar. Yes, Jamar, I'm Desmond, nice to meet you. Veterans of Foreign Wars. Um, listen, Jamar, perhaps in the future it would be best to appoint someone in the town, uh, who's, uh, let's just call them, uh, a health inspector. See, I Someone I that goes around and, and appraises local businesses and assigns them, oh, let's say, a sort of a letter grade of an A to, you know, everybody... And everybody would strive for the A, but, um, and you know that if there, if there was a C on the window, you might be like, oh, that, that place is a little suspect. Are you saying you got sick here at one of our fine restaurants? Uh, yes, well, uh, at, 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 at the, uh, the tavern, uh, here, yes, we ate some choice, uh, fish. Uh, we, we fell sick at the fell sick table. Oh, Ooh. the irony. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is there any kind of um, uh, uh, remedy um, that you can think of, uh, Jamar, for our for, uh, for um, uh, the mushrooms, and perhaps after that, uh, the fish? Well, um, well, usually we go see our healers if we get sick. The mushrooms are something else. Excuse me, and Jamar reaches up and pats you on the back, Buck. Can you hear me, or do you read lips? Oh, I, I hear you, and I think I can see your words coming out of your mouth. Oh, he really must have eaten a lot. Tell me, how many colors do you see? Uh, oh, you're going to have to narrow it down. I'm seeing kind of a lot. If I say the word Merple, does that mean anything to you? He doesn't say anything, but if possible, his <laughs> eyes get even wider, and he's stopped jumping by this point. It's the official color of smirch. <laughs> I think... I think I found a use for that bandana, but uh, maybe if we put this over your your eyes and your forehead, it will help. Thank you. This has been a weird morning. Okay. Uh, so what uh, what inn were you staying at? The fell sick table. That's right. I remember because of the pun. Right. If we fell sick. <laughs> so it's just the four of you. There's only four. Well, I only see four. Did you see that demon bird? No. There's a demon bird. I squished it. Good. Because my mother used to tell me stories of a demon bird who would come in and steal your unmentionables if you did not put them away. Oh my god, we gotta get back to the inn. I definitely did not put my unmentionables away. They're out! Oh my god, they must be huge. <laughs> well, I don't like to brag, but... <laughs> 
I, th- I would help you, but I think you would crush me. That's okay. Uh, I'm going to put this bandana on my eyes, and you just... I'm going to give you my hand, and you just lead the way. I think it's better if I don't see, you know? I'm sorry my city has treated you so poorly. I, I, I do not like to see visitors suffer. So come, come, follow me. Let us go. While we're walking, could you maybe explain what's going on with the riots last night? Oh, the riots. Yeah. What do you know of Kassir? Uh, I know it's a a cult of followers of a cleansing fire. They've got a death and rebirth thing going on. You know, what are, what are the various false religions of this of this continent? There are a sect of people who believe that Kassir has returned. And they believe that their prophet is Kassir born again. And there are others who believe that Kassir... Well, Kassir may be a story, may be symbolic. But the heretics, the ones who insist that Kassir has returned, have been trying to overthrow, well, the, the leader. Her name is Masha Zarin. And so one of the high-ranking members of this cult was caught last night and was executed. Oh. oh. Because he would not give up the location of the prophet. The prophet. So I think that is what you saw last night. Oh, okay. So that was just city justice, let's call it. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, but there's also a riot. But yes, I mean, sort of. <laughs> I like, you know, I mean, there's like half the city is like, okay, execute this guy. And the other half is like, no way, bro. This is <laughs> this is our guy. So, you know, pick your side, I guess. So who, who won? He was executed. Well, I mean, so. they executed the guy. So that was kind of a win for, you know, the government. But then... The others sort of trashed the place, so that was a kind of win for them, so maybe we call it a draw? Okay. Debbie gets a distracted look on her face for a few seconds, and then kind of shakes her head like, sorry, Roz is chattering away about something in my head. Okay, so, but it's... it's... I'm gonna ask you a question. What, huh? Did you take the mushrooms too? No, no, I did not, I don't think. Are you sure? I don't recall eating a mushroom. I ate a fish, or maybe a bird, I'm not sure. But that may be something someone who took a mushroom would say. Oh, the voices in the head thing? Yes. No, that's not a voice. That's my that's my familiar Roz. She's back at the tavern. Eating that fish. She's uh, very cute. She's adorable. Okay. What about you, Cat? Do you are you a part of all this? Uh yeah. Normally I'm a little more hospitable, but uh it feels like I ate bees. What is a bee? Bees? Oh, what's a bee? Right, no flowers down here. Bees, like the letter B. It's like an insect that it stings and it burns when it stings and my throat is feeling like it's burning. Oh, like a fire wasp. Sure, we'll go with that. I feel like I deep-throated a fire wasp. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, did that cross a line? (laughs) It was just a bad image. (laughs) Okay, well, it's good to meet you. So let us go down... To this inn, I will have a word or two with the innkeep, and hopefully we can make you all feel right as... Uh, well, we don't write as... Uh, right as right, I guess. Uh, the group of you slowly make your way down the steps. 
uh, you see that the people who are picking them, still picking themselves up and their belongings up off the stairs uh, flatten themselves against the side of the stairs as you pass. And they whisper amongst themselves as they stare at Buck as he's led down the stairs. And you enter the courtyard and you find Rotan doing... Uh, he's not there. And you find nothing. <laughs> and you enter the tavern and the innkeeper is still not there. It is just empty. You do see Roz standing over a fish skeleton licking her paw. Oh, what is that? That's Roz. I told you she was real. Roz, come here. Come here, sweetie. Ah. And and Roz runs and jumps up into Debbie's arms. Oh, no, you're right. She is she is adorable. She's adorable. She loves she loves cuddles. Yes, it's a little little fox dog cat thing. She it's it's Roz. I don't I don't know what kind of animal she is, honestly. Well, I thought, does that matter? Maybe she figured it out someday. Yeah, maybe. Whenever I ask her, she just says, I'm Roz. Okay, so let us get you seated down. Come here, Mr. Buck. And Jamar leads you across and sits you down uh, next to the fire. Okay, now I'm going to find the innkeeper and have give him a talking to. And Jamar stomps off into the back of house. Buck, you're not going to run again, are you? No, I'm awful thirsty, though. Okay. Because I can heal, but I can't do like that kind of healing. So I don't know how to. Can anyone heal poison or disease or something? Oh, I appreciate it, but I think we just gotta ride this one out. Okay. Daylight savings time can't stop me. <laughs> no, I was yeah, I was rough this morning. I I got up and then did some things, and I'm like, now nah, I'm going back to bed. Literally, this is the bit that I wanted to do for the mid-roll, but that's okay. We can just do it's it here. We're recording. We got it. We're recording. It's a mid-roll. The mid-roll's already happening. The mid-roll's already happening. We didn't it's even here. welcome everyone in. Uh, daylight saving sucks, everyone. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> I woke up and it was barely light out and it was somehow 9 a.m. Uh, fuck this shit. Not that I have strong opinions on it or anything. Wow, we're just on a roll today. Yeah. We haven't a even officially mid-roll. started the mid-roll. We're not wasting any time. This is what Daylight Savings does to people. We just get loopy. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. And then silence. Because <laughs> we're tired. Because we're tired. Because of Daylight Saving Time. If I wanted it to be that light that late, I'd just move to the Arctic Circle and then migrate to the Antarctic, you know, every six months. Um, I don't... Reasonable. I'm not sure that's a reasonable solution. Yeah. <laughs> cheap i'm sure they do geology down there in the south pole right uh actually they do yeah. um my counterpart has been there once or twice you're and all, yes if i ever find set. out he's going again i will have him do download the yes, podcast download the podcast because i want and, that and let's put that out there if anybody happens to be going to antarctica at some point for research or funsies or whatever you know because i'm sure we've got a big enough cross-section of folks that listen to us please download us just once just save a little bandwidth to give us a download from antarctica because that would be kind of dope and then leave us a review. And then leave us a review from Antarctica. Even the penguins are jamming on this show. <laughs> what about the polar bears? <laughs> you broke Mike's brain. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but he threw things at the camera. I mean, we can talk about more geology hot topics. We could talk about, let's talk about that volcanic eruption in Indonesia. Yeah, Merapi went off. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's about all I have for it. No. I know a big volcano <laughs> exploded. I... Oh, yeah? I didn't even hear so Indonesia is like super hot spot for uh, well no hot spot's the wrong term um, major concentration Matt. of <laughs> what? Well, volcanoes but... 
you opened up another volcano. <laughs> I know, I know. I saw. I I, I heard it uh, immediately. No, I, I want it. Down. I want it to erupt. I just wanted to point it out. Let's go, Mike. I want to know what's going on in Indonesia. Uh, yeah. So that a volcano goes off in Indonesia. Yeah, that's pretty normal. Um, I, I have, like I said, I haven't gotten the, I haven't gotten too many details on this. Adam, do you got anything? Sounds great, Mike. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, I think we have a mid roll somewhere in there. This is what happens when we record a mid roll without having our our hour of bullshit beforehand. <laughs> so I think that the too long didn't read. Uh, listen to us if you're in Antarctica. Leave a review. <laughs> Leave us a review if you're not in Antarctica and check out our Patreon page and join our Discord server. Wow, that's that was very professional and thank you. Yeah, that's about the only professional thing that's going to come out of my mouth for a while. So, yay. That was Cassie saying, move it along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. Let's resume Destiny <laughs> High on Mushrooms. Yay. Oh, bye. Okay, so meanwhile, while all that was going on, Rotan, you are throwing up in the gutter. Why don't you tell me what happens next? So Rotan finally um, recovers somewhat, and he he gets up and he looks around, and presumably he has no idea where anybody has gone at this point. Oh, hello? Oh, Oh, Devi? Um, Where have they got to? And you see the, the locals are kind of staring at you, but nobody's really saying anything poison, eh? Uh, and he turns and he's gonna go and he goes back into the inn and he's actually gonna make for the back, like uh, the door behind the bar and uh, head head back in there. Okay. You pass through the back uh, door and you find yourself in a kitchen and there's another door off of the kitchen, uh, but the kitchen itself is fairly large. Um, you get the sense that this is the main workspace. Uh, hanging over a fire in the corner, a green fire, like all the fire in Sisha, is a giant kettle. And there is, uh, in the corner, I guess you could call it a hatch or a trap door in the floor with an iron ring on it. So he's looking for any sign of food or where food would be stored. You don't see anything out. You can start rifling through cabinets. Yeah, he'll start doing that. We're looking for... Sewer fish and mushroom. <laughs> uh, you don't see any in the any of the cabinets. Then we're headed downstairs. Okay, you open the trap door, and the smell hits you immediately. <laughs> it's this sort of tangy, sweet, pungent smell. You look down and you see that there is a kind of rickety half ladder, half stairway that's leading into the darkness beneath the kitchen. Yeah, he's going to go down. You go down, and you find yourself in a cellar. And along one wall, there seems to be a stone, a giant stone pool, about 10 or 12 feet across, filled with dark water. And on the opposite wall, you see kind of recessed into the wall is sort of this mossy grotto. And there's a bunch of mushrooms growing. Oh, he's feeling a little sick again. Oh. As you stare at the pool, you see it begin to ripple. As you see a fin kind of come up out of the pool. And then you hear a little splash as something 
goes under the water. Small fin? Big fin? Uh, it's about six inches long. Roton's going to take out his sword. Oh, hello, sword. Are you there? Are you here to feed me? Well, uh, do you like fish? I like blood. Uh, how, how about uh, mushroom? Mushrooms do not have blood in them? No, 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 they don't. Uh, I guess the question then is, is how were we poisoned? Because if the innkeeper did it, then the things down here aren't poisoned. Kill the innkeeper. Well, I can't find him. Also, that would be wrong. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it would be just. Oh, uh, explain. He tried to poison you. Uh, a life for a life. I see. He tried to poison me, and so therefore he should die? Is that what you're saying? The punishment should fit the crime. Ah, but I didn't die yet, so perhaps he should just get poisoned. I will poison him. You can poison things. You see the sword begin to glow in that sort of blackish-purple necrotic energy. And once again, you see that sort of those necrotic tendrils that kind of creep out of the hilt and wrap themselves around your wrist. Are we not bonded? Ah! Uh, ah, uh, uh, well... Not not by my choice, necessarily. To harm you is to harm me. Ah, uh, yes. I think the I see. The innkeeper must pay. But don't you harm me regularly? I eat when I am starving. Ah. Uh, I must survive. I'm still not convinced... That the, uh, that the innkeeper tried to poison us, though. We, we don't know that for sure. Don't we? Probable. Is, if only there were a way we could determine for sure. Perhaps I could try the food down here. And then if I get more poisoned, then we know that it isn't the innkeeper. And if I don't get more poisoned... Then we will know that it is the innkeeper. Or we take his head. If his body grows back, he is innocent. Is, is that how it normally works? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sassy sword. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's do my plan first, and then... Uh, we can see if your plan works. How about that? I don't believe I have a choice. Ah, well, I don't want it to feel non-consensual like that. I mean, it. it... <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's 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 just get on with it. And so he uh, he flips the sword around and walks over to the pool, and then he just starts stabbing <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> Here, fishies. Uh, oh, roll to see if you hit. Right. Eleven. You spear a fish, and you pull the sword from the pool, and it is wriggling on the end of your sword. 
Now, now, Sold, if if I am thinking about this properly, if I eat this now and it is not poisoned, then the innkeeper is doing the poisoning. Oh. And, and he goes to take a bite. <laughs> and then he turns and he vomits into the pool. <laughs> oh. Ah. Okay. Forward ho! <laughs> and he, he, he takes a bite. Out of the right, Give me a constitution saving throw. Okay. At disadvantage. I'm now picturing Rotan as Gollum just like ripping the fish. I was going to say, if Mike <laughs> was better, he probably would have done Gollum by now. That is a two. You... You you take a bite of the fish, raw and wriggling as it is, and you 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 barely get it in your mouth, and the the taste is so vile that you can't help but spit it out as you begin to retch and vomit into the pool some more. Oh no, that's not good. Oh, that is definitely bad food. Oh, oh. All right. Well, the innkeeper did poison that. Now to check the mushrooms. And he goes over and he uh, grabs some of the mushrooms and eats them. Okay, give me a constitution saving throw. Six. <laughs> oh, buddy. Welcome to the oh, party. Buddy. All right, you, at first you're, you're eating them and it's it's almost, uh, like, these taste pretty good. You don't feel sick? The innkeeper might have poisoned these, sword. And he, he looks around, and um, there's no other food items in the cellar to try. As you look around, the wall in front of you seems to be glowing ever so slightly in this sort of almost pulsing pink luminescence. Whoa! And you look back to the pool of water. You almost see, think you can see through the dark pool... To thousands of fish that surely can't fit in that pool, but the pool seems to go underneath the cellar and spread out for hundreds and hundreds of feet in every direction. And it seems to be teeming with life. And you reach down and you touch the floor and you can almost swear you feel it pulsing. Sword, do you, do you feel that? I feel nothing. You should try some of these mushrooms. <laughs> no, no, feel, feel this, sword. Yeah, and he he, he uh, lies down on the ground with his his back to the floor, and then uh, <laughs> holds the sword down on the ground next to him, <laughs> and and he lies there for quite some time. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> the the two of you are laying there on the floor, and if it's almost like you can feel the heartbeat of the earth beneath you is you close your eyes, and it almost feels as if you're melting into the floor and becoming one with everything. Time passes. All of you are sitting around the common room. Buck, you have the wet compress over your head or perhaps over your eyes. Debbie, you're hanging out with Roz. Desmond and Mist, you're looking awful as you sort of slump separately on various benches. Neither one of you have seen Rotan, or for that matter, Jamar, for some time. Should we, uh, go check on them? Yes, I am concerned what's taking our friends so long, and has anyone seen Rotan lately? 
Oh, it's never good when he wanders off. The boy gets into trouble so easily. Yeah, I, I left him uh, uh, vomiting in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, okay. I haven't seen him since. Yes, I, I don't... He couldn't, he couldn't have gotten too far. You'd be surprised. You know, is anyone else... Do, is, are there any other patrons of the inn? Are we, are we alone here? You are alone. Well, that's odd, isn't it? You'd think that we would have... What, what time... Do we know the time of day? Uh, you have really no idea, and you have no sun or anything else to give you any sense of what time it is. Well, well, this, well this is strange, isn't it, that we, we haven't seen another person in this in this place, and, and, and nor sign of the innkeeper. You'd think we would have seen something by Actually, now. There's a fire going or something, right? Well, there is a fire going, and there's the the green fire gra- gas lights all around you, and there's green fire going in the sort of hearth. The building feels inhabited, but yeah, it's strange that there are no other patrons or employees or anything. What is going on today? Are we all dreaming? Mm-hmm. Is this some kind of fever dream? What, what is happening? It's such an odd day. Should we go and investigate? Um, go go look for um, Jamar back back in the kitchen. He perhaps. should have been back by now. We should go check on that. Jamar, any luck back there? You don't hear any response. Hmm. Well, Debbie will go look. Okay, Debbie, you walk into the kitchen and you see um, ahead of you. You see an open door, and then to your right, you see a trap door open in the floor. There's, there's no other, like, exits to the room or anything? Nope. The open door in front of you, which seems to go to a corridor, and then to the right is a trap door down into the floor. Well, she will she will glance down the, the trap door. She's not going to go in, but she'll, like, take a quick peek down there. Debbie does not have dark vision, does Debbie she? Debbie does have dark vision, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, right. She is a half-elf as well. She is, unknown to her, she is a half-elf. <laughs> So uh, you peer down and you see that there is this rickety ladder slash staircase type thing leading down into a cellar. And you see, you know, sort of flagstones beneath. And it seems to be fairly dark down there. Uh, But that's about all you can see from where you are. You'd have to actually go down to see more. Then she will wander down the corridor real quick and look for any obvious rooms or voices or anything. Desmond's made his way into the kitchen by this point. Okay, Desmond, you see the same thing. You see this open door ahead of you, and you see Debbie has gone down the corridor. And to your right, you see the trap door in the floor. I'll um, follow Debbie. All right, you follow Debbie, and at the end of the corridor is another door, which is closed. As you get close, you hear the sounds of sobbing coming from within. That's never good. Oh. Well, um, hello? Someone in there? Jamar? It, it wasn't me. Don't, don't open the door. I do not want you to see this. What, what? It is, it is too horrible. What's, what's going on? No, fetch, fetch the rear guard. Bring them here. Fetch the rear guard. Is there, are you in danger? Uh, no. Okay. Well, then I'm coming in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go in. <laughs> Uh, so our buck or mist, what are you doing? Are you following or are you just sitting there? Yeah, we can't let Rotan go off by himself without supervision, so going to try and keep up. Okay, so you're going to follow everybody else into the corridor? Yeah, although I guess I don't know Buck's situation. 
Yeah, what's what's Buck doing? Uh, I'm going to do a constitution check and we're going to see if there's any improvement on this particular situation. Uh, 17 on that check. Uh, Buck, you're feeling better. You feel like you're starting to come down. You know, things are a little bit like if you were to wave your hands in front of your face, there's still a little bit of that kind of delayed motion. But the walls are no longer moving, and you're no longer seeing strange things appearing and disappearing in front of you. All right, still a little bit wibbly, but doing noticeably better. Obviously not bolting through the door. He's going to follow Mist. Okay, so all of you have piled into this corridor. Debbie's first, and she throws open the door. And what you see is the residence of Jean-Baptiste. And you see it's nicely appointed. Strangely, it, it unlike everything else in this building, which has a very Cetian vibe, this seems to feel like it belongs in Nightfall. It has a very West Coast motif to it. In the center of the room is a rug, which ties the whole room together. But on top of the rug, with his chest ripped open, is the dead body of Jean-Baptiste. And kneeling next to him, sobbing, is Jamar. Oh, cool. Let me see. (laughs) And she quickly kneels down to inspect the the body. I assume he's not alive with his chest ripped open. Uh, No, very much no. Okay. Uh, As you... Well, give me, um, I'm going to say, give me a medicine check. Medicine check. This is Debbie's specialty, by the way. Dead bodies. 21. Did better than my druid who failed all her nature checks. <laughs> so you kneel down at the body and be- you begin to, you don't even like use a, a dagger or anything. You just begin to like reach into the chest cavity and start moving things aside and poking about. And as you do so, you realize there is no heart. Okay. Um, how long has he been dead, do I think? You think he's been dead no more than six hours. Okay, so his heart's missing. He's been dead no more than six hours or so. Uh, okay, interesting. Guys, come check this out. Check, look at it. What? 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 What's what happened here? J- Jamal, what? Oh. It was not me. I, when I came in here, he was like this. He's, it's so horrible. Yes, 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 horrible. As she's peering closer and looking all over. Well, you just you just found him like this. Yes, I found him like this. And even though I don't really believe, I I felt moved to say a prayer, which is why I did not come get you. All right. Well, it, it's it's all right. I know. It's it's uh can be no shocking. No one should go like this. Who would do such a thing? That is that is the quite or what? What could do this? What do you think? It was the demon bird. No, it wasn't the demon bird. Birds wouldn't... Uh, look, the, the, it's clearly been, like, ripped. It looked like a claw. So it's much too big for a bird claw. Do you think it is still here? I mean, if it did, it probably would have killed you. So I don't think so. Debbie, I, I know you mean well, but can you get your hands out of my friend's chest cavity? <laughs> oh, he was your friend? Oh. Um. <laughs> Right, sorry, I forget these were people once. Um, sure, yeah. I guess. Would you want me to like cast like gentle repose on him or something, just to kind of, you know, it's too late to revivify. I'm sorry, but and he doesn't have a heart, so that kind of affects that. But, um, anyways, yeah, okay. 
and she kind of reluctantly like stands up and she's got like blood all over her hands and she kind of shakes him off <laughs> like splatters blood on the guy we 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 need to find uh roton and get, uh, he could be in trouble um and desmond is going to cast uh locate creature on roton uh you have a strong sense that roton is below you oh like directly below uh, not directly, but sort of behind you and below you. Um, th- there was a uh, a cellar door in the in the kitchen, was there not? There was. He's very nearby. He's very close. Uh, directly below, actually. Oh, it's very odd. Oh, is he is he alive? I I can't tell. Does he have um, a heart? Can you locate his heart? <laughs> it's it's a, it's locate um a creature technically. So. Okay. I wonder if there if the creature were in two parts. I wonder if you'd sense both parts. Uh, whatever. Let's go find my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll we'll go and to the 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 cellar uh, stairs down. Okay. So uh, right now you, you've all kind of piled into the room. Uh, Buck was the last one. I I think he's kind of filling the door frame. Uh, Buck's gonna step aside and he's gonna find like a blanket or something to cover Jean Baptiste. And then he's going to try and, like, scooch around the room to kind of console Jamar. Jamar just falls into you and begins sobbing. I know. I, I know. Even if you're a vet, it does not get any easier. Uh, very aware. Very aware of that. I didn't even know him that well, but it's it's so horrible. Uh, let's... They're going to go find our friend. Why don't you and I go find the city guard? We should... We should warn them. <laughs> My mother went the same way. What? Wait, what? <laughs> this, what? Conversation <laughs> redirect. <laughs> okay, come again. I wish I could. I wish I could claim credit for that joke, but it's from The Naked Gun. <laughs> okay, the rest of you. Pile out of the room and down the corridor, down into the cellar, and whoever's first one, the, the first one down, as you climb down the rickety stairs, you see, sprawled out on the floor of the cellar, motionless, is Rotan. Oh no. Run up and inspect him. His eyes are open, and he's staring at the ceiling. Rotan. Rotan, are, are you, are you alright? There's a hole in the sky. I um, come. I don't. I don't know what you. I don't know what you mean. What was that? A hole in what? Desmond. Yes. Desmond. I'm yes, I'm here. Hello, it's me, Roton. Are you all right? Desmond. Yes. <laughs> Are we dead? Um, no, 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 no. We're quite alive. Are you dead? Um. <laughs> Honestly, after this day, <laughs> can't be a hundred percent sure. Can I um do like a medicine check? Don't be dead, Desmond. Sure. It's not fun. Uh, natural too. <laughs> uh, you, you're pretty sure he's alive, but beyond that, uh, you have no idea what's going on. Don't, Desmond. De- Desmond. Yes, Desmond. Yeah. Desmond. Yes. He starts reaching out. <laughs> I give it. I ta- I clasp his hand. I clasp your hand. Yeah, there's one. Yes, yes. Don't, don't eat the mushrooms. The, uh, the innkeeper poisoned them. 
Ah, everything is... Not, everything not is the fish, though. The fish are already poisoned. Beginning to make a lot more sense. I've, I've seen this before. Um, yes, hold on, Rotan. You're going to be okay. Just ride the wave. What are squirrels doing with all those nuts anyway? <laughs> all right, well, at least we know he's... Uh, turned back to, uh... uh <laughs> Debbie, at least we know he's safe. Maybe we should get him out of the place with the tempting mushrooms. Yes. Um, I, I yes, I, yeah. I, um, I cannot lift him, though. He is way too big. Um, uh, Rotan, can you stand? Can you walk? Why? It's very, it's very important that you that you do this for us. Uh, Devi and I are going to lead you up the stairs and out of the cellar. The... the um, it's just very important that we get you back to a familiar space for you, uh, somewhere that you n- know and are comfortable with. Ha- hands are a lot like feet. Have you ever noticed that, Desmond? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very good, Rotan. Yes, yes, that's very good. I never thought of that before. Now let's get you up. Let's get you on your feet. Come on, take my hand. Whoa, the room's tilting sideways. <laughs> I'm just gonna try and get him on his feet, <laughs> if he'll if he'll allow it. Yeah, yeah, he'll 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 slowly go up with you. Okay, good, <laughs> good, good. Now, now let's put let's put one of those. Uh, um, let's put one of those feet in front of the, uh, in front of the other, there, yes. We're, we're sideways now. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Debbie is not helping at all, she's just watching. <laughs> <laughs> Taking note of the two very different reactions to mushrooms. <laughs> um, and I'll try as best I can to lead, uh, Rotan up the stairs. And back to the, the main bar and get him a seat at the bar if I or like uh, if there's a chair somewhere like sit him down or something Mist are you helping at all or are you just watching this all play out oh sure it's too good to smoke cat's shadow with the rest of us but then he'll go and take mushrooms okay I see how it is (laughs) maybe it's best he didn't smoke the cat's shadow if this is his reaction to drugs okay the group of you help Roton up the rickety stairs it's a struggle Devi and Desmond you both have to kind of work together to make it happen. You finally do. You, you get him up the stairs. I think, Desmond, you're doing more of the work than Devi is. But you get him up there, and you get him seated back in the main room. Buck, did you leave? Uh, with Jamar, did you... I think Buck probably would have seen him out and made sure that he was, like, headed in the right direction to get the city guard, but... Okay, so when you arrive back in the main room, Buck is standing at the doorway... Uh, looking out into the courtyard. And you help Rotan to one of the long sort of benches that line the walls. And the group of you are there, together. Let me see if I can um, go um, go back into this kitchen and find some tea and make us all a, a pot of tea or something. I'm going to go inspect the dead body some more. And Debbie, like, trots off down the hallway again. <laughs> Please be respectful. What, is, what does that mean? Please don't collect parts, my friend. God dang it. Um, okay. <laughs> um, sure. Don't make effigies or nothing. I, I don't know what you're going to do in there, but... I just d- want to find just... out what happened to him. Something clearly attacked this man not long ago. 
and we need to figure out what it was. Uh, Desmond, in the kitchen, you find several teas. Um, you find uh, green tea, a black tea, a chamomile, a fairly robust selection of teas. Um, I'll put on the green tea, boil some water, make a pot. Okay, and Devi, you're poking around the body, and why don't you give me an investigations check? Are you just confining your search to the body, or are you searching the room as well? Um, the room, too. She would look for, I don't know, blood spat- splatters or signs of struggle or yeah, anything that indicates like what might have done the attack. Nine investigation. There is blood splatter, um, which seems to go in the direction of the door. Either you're not seeing enough of it, or maybe you're not as great at blood splatter analysis as maybe you think you are, that you can't really divine that much more about the struggle, about what ensued, about what happened. She will cast gentle repose on the body and then make note of, well, she can't make note of the time because no one knows what time it is, but she will, she will, do, she will cast gentle repose on it and then continue like morbidly staring and inspecting. So what does gentle repose do? It means it, it doesn't deteriorate any further. It will not. It, yeah. It stops deterioration and prevents them from rising as a zombie. It's just what she does out of habit when she finds dead bodies. Okay. So then you're going to search the room or just go back into the main room. Well, she's still, she's still, the body is what fascinates her. She's going to uh, continue inspecting it and looking around and, you know, trying to figure out like how much blood loss happened exactly when did it die how much deterioration is or decomposition has started she's just generally fascinated by dead bodies okay what are the rest of you doing while she's poking around the body desmond brings out the tea passes out a cup to anyone who wants one right um now we wait for the uh the city guard eh is buck uh in the room as well i think he's still standing in the doorway like watching out into the courtyard but he definitely took a cup of tea buck Buck. Yep. What? What? Why is your horn shiny? It's just starlight, bud. Uh, I don't know. How many colors are you seeing there, friend? Red. <laughs> green. Yellow. Mm, purple. Oh yeah, yeah, the purple. Juice. Hob. I ran out of numbers. How you feeling? Did you leave your body there for a second? <laughs> what? Bob, I, I, I'm hungry. Maybe don't eat the mushrooms or the fish. Oh, oh, that's right. The innkeeper poisoned the mushrooms, but not the fish. I figured that out. Where, where is he? Oh, he's in a, a different plane of reality right about now. Whoa. Where is that? Oh, well, that's not somewhere that we can follow, and I don't think we should follow. Where? Uh, what's happening next? Why are we here? Why are any of us here? I don't know. You know what? Let's, um, you and I are just going to have some tea, and we're going to try and get back into our mortal coils completely. And I feel like I need to apologize for my earlier behavior. But in my defense, and he's going to lean over... A little bit further away from Rotan, there was a demon bird. Don't let him know. I think that's quite all right, uh, Buck. Um, this has been a very strange day, and I think any, I think 
I think at the end of this day, I think that all of us are going to kind of agree that we can kind of just forget this ever happened. Um, maybe put some of the events of the day uh, behind us and hopefully get to the bottom of this um, this this murder, this, uh, this, this death that has happened here. And just then, Buck, you see in the courtyard a group of looks like well-armed guards marching towards you. Unlike the ceremonial guards who had the spears and the shields, these guards are carrying scimitars and are dressed in chainmail and look a lot more sturdy than the ceremonial guard. Is this part of the same guard that I was talking to the front and we yes. agreed that we need to get the union to be better? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <That's right. laughs> okay. Yes. And leading the guard is a smaller figure. Um, the guard seems to be mostly men, but in the front is a shorter, thin woman. And the group marches up to the door and she stops at the front and she whips a salute. Hello, I'm Inspector Devitt. I understand there has been a murder. Um, uh, yes, unfortunately there there has been, um, an incident. Um, I think you'll find, uh, what you're looking for, um, uh, back in, in a corridor behind the kitchen. Very good. I would like to point out that all of you are suspects, so none of you are permitted to leave this building. Have I made myself understood? Um, yes, I I think you'll find that we had nothing to do with this uh, very shortly, but, um... I will be the judge of that. It would be just like a murderer to say that they had nothing to do with this. Oh, uh, I think everyone's been puking themselves up enough that it would be pretty clear. Yes. Puking, you say? So, why were you puking? Don't eat the fish. Or the mushrooms. Hmm, the fish and the mushrooms. They're poisoned! Poisoned? And who poisoned them? Probably not the guy who just had his heart ripped out. He was too busy having his heart ripped out, would be my guess. But perhaps he was... had his heart ripped out by someone who he poisoned. Who poisoned the fish? Did they poison themselves? Excellent question. <laughs> his, his heart was ripped out about six hours ago. Just, you know, when we were sleeping, I want to point out... And that voice is coming from Roz, who is standing in the corner, flicking her tail and speaking uh, with Debbie's voice right now. What is that? <laughs> she draws her scimitar. What? What's going on? What? We may have found a killer in the form of this demon. That's not a demon. That's our... I don't want to call it a pet. That feels really insulting, but... Roz is not a pet. I think you would notice there's not a drop of blood on this critter. Perhaps they licked it off. Okay, could you just, like, go do your investigation work? We're just going to sit here. Very well, but none of you move. We, we will not. I have guards stationed at the entrance. I desperately don't want to move. I, I, you could not pay me to move. I'm moving! <laughs> don't mind him, his soul is just vibrating into another dimension. And, uh, she disappears into the back room. The voice was going into Herner Verzog very easily. <laughs> so it's a slippery slope. Are they family? <laughs> could be. Could Maybe she studied under him. Former CSI Roth. So she's heading to the back room? She headed, yes, she headed into the back room. When they reach the back room, Devi is standing 
straight up near the body with her hands clasped behind her back, like waiting for them to arrive. What are you doing in this room? I was just inspecting the body. You are the voice of the demon. Demon? No, that was my, that was, that's my familiar, Roz. The demon is somewhere else invisible. (laughs) (laughs) So you see her, she holds her scimitar up and she starts scanning the ceiling and the corners. You heard what I said about invisible, right? Shh, listen. You hear nothing. Just silence. Okay. I think we are safe. Okay, well, this is the body. Um, like I said, it's been dead no more than six hours or so. Uh, Wait. something. What? Huh? No, it's okay. Go ahead. Something ripped, ripped its heart out. Um, it looks like it was a claw of some sort, I think. And then uh, there's some blood splatters on the door. Um, that, that's really... I'll, oh, and I cast Gentle Repose on it. So it, it stopped decaying as of about, oh, ten minutes ago or so. Well, I don't really know what that means, but... Would you like me to explain how decomposition works? No, no, I... Oh. I won't understand. Oh, okay. Did you find any papers in the room? There's lots of papers in the room. It's the guy's residence. I, ha! The, what, what? Let's look at the papers. Okay. Why are we whispering? Demons. Okay. <laughs> she still has her hands clasped behind her back, like being very conscious to keep them back there. Inspector Jabbit is rifling through papers on the floor and just throwing them anywhere. It is not an organized search. Some are landing in the blood, on the body, everywhere. And then you see that she grabs one and holds it up towards the light. Ah, it here. Look. What? And she holds the paper towards you. And you see on it, in sort of this, is sort of a, a dried wax seal, is the symbol of a flaming heart. Would I recognize this symbol? Give me a religion check. Religion check. With advantage. Eleven. You recognize the symbol as the symbol of the cleansing fire. Uh, is this a, a symbol of Kassir? This is the symbol of the heretical group that claims that Kassir has been reborn. Okay, so she would recognize that. Yes. Oh, it's the seal. It's the wax seal of Kassir. It is the wax seal of the cleansing fire. The heretics. Right. You see. And then she points at something in Sishin, which as you read it, sounds a lot like either the innkeeper owed them money or they were trying to shake him down for money. Oh, well, see, there you go. It, it was clearly these... these... Uh, heretics and, and cultists, not us. <laughs> Tell me you're good with the body, right? Oh, yes, very good. Tell me, look at the body again. Yes? Are th- is there any charring around the edges of the chest cavity? Let's see, what I inspected before, my DM didn't mention that, so I'm going to say no, there's not. Is your DM a demon? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to ask her. If any session was going to get meta, it was going to be this one. <laughs> so do I actually see any charring around the the wound? Uh, roll again. Roll another investigations check. I'll give you advantage this time. 19. Uh, yes, you actually do see charring around the edges of the chest cavity. Oh, how did I miss that before? You're right. There is. So you think they, they ripped it out with something really hot or flaming, I guess? Like a flaming heart? I don't know. <sighs> It could be. That's good thinking. I didn't think of that. Hmm. 
Have you seen these before? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Once before. So I, it sounds like you, you have a good lead, and you know that it's not us who did this, obviously, so we're no longer under investigation, right? I will make you a deal. I will let you leave this place, but do not leave Sisha without my permission. That sounds fair. For how long? Until we find the murderer. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to help, you could speed it up. Well, we kind of have a bigger mission we're on right now. Uh, let me, I need to talk to my companions um, and see what they say about it. I mean, what's bigger than murder? Oh, just the end of magic in the world or something. Really? <laughs> I, I'm not entirely sure. They they tried to brief me on what they were looking for. Really, our 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 lore master is out front, and he he would know more. Your lore, your lore master is the one with the beard, right? Uh, hold on. Do cats have beards? Technically, yes. Um, yes. Okay, I will talk to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, Inspector Javit emerges from the back room and walks up to you, Desmond. So, what is this about all of magic disappearing? Um, what? That escalated real quick. <laughs> she says you are the lore master, and that I should talk to you about magic. No, not the human with the beard, the cat with the beard fur stuff. Does, does, fur, does fur on your face count as a beard? Nis just extends his middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I meant this one, the, the, the Tibashi. He's the one that, that is our, he, he knows more about this, this stuff. But I told you it was, a, it was a secret mission, so no big deal. <laughs> well, I will table that for another day. Uh, for now, I have a murder to solve. So if you see a murderer, let me know. You got it. <laughs> uh, and she returns to the back of the room to do more investigation, leaving the rest of you, or all of you, together, alone. Just a crackerjack investigative team they have here in Susha. Let <laughs> make sure to pivot herself so that her bloody uh, hands and forearms are not visible while the, the inspector walks past. I've, I've never seen such an easy redirect from what is this about the end of the world and the end of Bell Magic to, okay, I'm gonna go back to the other room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like knives out, but with spoons. <laughs> spoons out. <laughs> I, never mind. That was not my, one of my better ones. I can come up with something better. I liked it. I also liked it. We're keeping it in. Don't cut that. I warned you this one was going to get weird. And honestly, despite my notes, this session is still really hazy. So there's really only one question to answer. Will anyone actually remember enough of these events to follow up on them? Find out next time. Maybe. On Multiclass Theater. Everyone's too sick to come up with plans. No, it's okay. I mean, we're we're around ten anyway. We can always just end it. We can always end it around here. In, anyone have a button to go out on or deep throat I don't... fire wasp? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I guess that's it. <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs>